Welcome to the Inspire Podcast. In this episode, it's a special edition where we talk to all the individuals and teams who have been shortlisted for this year's Playing My Part Awards. We hear from people across the Southwest with roles as varied as business support, general manager, and transport volunteer, from the west of Cornwall to the hill forts of Dorset. Welcome once again to the Inspire podcast. My name is Ben Vizard. As of course you know, in this podcast we explore some of the stories from Inspire magazine in a bit more depth, and we hear directly from the people behind those stories. Remember that if you have something you think will make a good story, you can drop us a line. You can email inspiresw at nationaltrust.org.uk or you can contact me directly. So as I said, this is a special edition of the podcast. Over the last couple of months, we've been out talking to all the people who've been shortlisted for this year's Playing My Part Awards. Initially, people across the Southwest put their colleagues forward and we received over 280 of these nominations. They were all brilliant submissions, but our judging panel had to apply the criteria for each award to reach a shortlist for each category. So we now have, in most cases, four or five people or teams in each of our six categories. And Rebecca Burton has selected seven who she wanted to highlight in her special Regional Directors Award. All of our shortlisted people have been invited to our awards evening, which is taking place on the 27th of February in Bristol. We'll be letting you know who won shortly after the evening, with some photos of them all dressed in all their finery. You can also see shorter video versions of the interviews you're about to hear on ACORN and My Volunteering. I should also say in some cases we weren't able to interview the nominee, so in those instances you'll hear a lovely narration explaining why they've been shortlisted. So it's on with the show, and let's first meet the people shortlisted in the Greatness in the Everyday category. Here we were looking for people who exceed expectations every day, they exemplify our values, make things happen, and take pride in doing a great job. My name is Helen Billum, and I'm Business Support Coordinator at Trilisic. My job is wide and varied, which I thoroughly enjoy, though most days start the same, which is that I'm usually one of the first in, so I'm unlocking the property and uh, checking on any messages that might be there, making sure everything's as it should be, and setting up for the day. And that will be as the rest of the team come in, to give out their floats and to check that they've got all they need. And that leads into our daily 10 o'clock meeting when we run through the programme of the day to make sure everybody knows what's going on and exchange any communications. And from there on in, anything can happen. But I also do get involved involved in meetings and taking minutes and that sort of stuff. So it's quite a wide and varied range. Wow, it's such a beautiful place. And to play a part in being, a, you know, being part of the conservation and the preservation of such a fabulous place. And also there's some very exciting things happening here. And so we know that over the next 25 years, what's going to happen, how it's going to change and how more accessible it's going to be for everybody. And it's just going to be fantastic. And to play a small part in that, it's just wonderful. Ian Chesterman, Facilities Volunteer and now Facilities Assistant at Coteal. Initially a volunteer, Ian has now joined the team in a part-time staff role because they just can't do without him. Ian is highly conscientious and loves what he does. He's keen to arrive, but reluctant to leave. With a wealth of knowledge and practical skills, Ian isn't one to shirk away from a dirty job. 
He's been knee-deep in mud clearing silt and waist-high in freezing cold water making timber repairs. No job is beyond his capabilities, and Ian's cheerful disposition is infectious. As his colleagues say, Ian is our Zen ninja, our maintenance ninja, our lovable hero. Uh, I'm Yvonne Gilbert. Uh, my role is Business Support Senior Coordinator for the Killerton Hub, uh, really, which includes facilities management for the hub, things like toilet rolls, that sort of thing. I support Toby Fox, who's Assistant Director of Operations for Devon, and also Jamie Kane, who's the Lead Building Surveyor for the South West Region. I'm also a member of the Senior Business Support Team, um, so we champion our discipline within the region, and I line manage Lisa Cutler, who's my assistant. The refurbishment and reorganisation of the office, um, we were in a situation where we had one office which was not fit for purpose to be used as an office. So with the team from the consultancy managers, we discussed how we could best accommodate everybody in the office. So we changed a lot of rooms around and um, changed meeting rooms, which was the biggest change. But we have ended up actually with more meeting rooms and slightly better ones than we had before. So it's all worked out well. I've worked at Killerton for over 30 years and to be honest it's working for an organisation that I strongly believe in but also the people, the people I've met over the years have become friends as well as colleagues and as well as the ones I work with now and who wouldn't want to drive up Killerton Drive on a frosty cold morning so yeah it's a good place to work. <laughs> well when I got over the initial shock I felt very humble actually that people had taken the time out of their busy lives to write some words about me and I was very very humble at what they'd written but also I think the overriding thing for me is that they appreciate what I do which is nice to hear. My name is Jackie Atkinson and I am the retail manager for the English Riviera portfolio uh, which means I look after four property, retail shops properties. My team, I think, are special. We've been nominated for the Greatness in the Everyday Award because I think my team really are great. We work as one team. We have a team of staff and volunteers all working together towards the same aim. Well, I think we all love working for the Trust. It's one of the most fantastic places to work. We are so lucky in the environment we work in and also the fact that we are working for a conservation charity uh, that is all very dear to our hearts. To be nominated for this award, the greatness in the everyday, means absolutely everything to my team. Uh, it really shows that as a retail team we are valued by our general manager who nominated us and our retail CSE. Uh, it really shows that what our contribution means to the portfolio. Harriet Spencer, House Steward at Tinsfield. Harriet is one of those people who works quietly behind the scenes to a standard that would not be expected of her grade. This year, she has focused on presentation, mentoring the conservation assistants and challenging them to do their best work. She has changed the culture of compliance from grudging participation to something that is everyday. She constantly looks to do a better job and to find creative solutions and to just keep going, even during really challenging times. Harriet can always be counted on to provide support to whoever needs it, sorting things out quickly and quietly and without fuss. Coming up, we'll be hearing from the people in the Thinking Long Term and Leadership Awards. But first, we'll meet the people in the Inspire Award category. Nothing to do with podcasting. This award is for those who provide brilliant customer service to both visitors and colleagues, have listened to and understood other people's needs, 
and promoted service every day. I am Margaret Angilly and I volunteer at Land Hydrop for 13 years. In that time, I've worked at the plant centre. I then started guidebook selling, generating £15,909 in eight years. Land Hydrop was number one in the country in 2016. And then in, later in 2017, I was then asked if I would be a fundraiser for Land Hydrock and I've raised around £13,000 in three years. It's just a wonderful place to work. You make lots of friends. Uh, volunteering for National Trust is just a lovely place. I'm so lucky to be in a job that I'm doing, being in the house, a beautiful house like this, and also meeting just lovely, lovely people. It's just very rewarding. And also along the way, I can use my sales skills, which helps money for the products that the house is raising. To be shortlisted um, for this award, I am overwhelmed, in shock, but quietly excited. My name's Patrick Gilbert. Uh, I work in the car park at the Lizard Point. I've been doing this now for nearly 10 years and uh, I love every minute of it. This year we've beaten our, our record, which is uh, always good to do. You know that there's still a number of people out there that uh, coming and, and wanting to join the trust. Well, I think when you've got an area like this, look, you know, it's, uh, uh, it's a pleasure to come to work every morning. Uh, I, I like to think that when I open the, the hut or, or your, the windows of the, of the hut and look out there and I think, well, what a fantastic place to come and work. And uh, to be able to do that and it's something I, I love doing. And uh, it's a pleasure to come to work every morning. My name's Anne Thorpe, I'm the Membership and Visitor Welcome Manager for Lidford Gorge. I nominated the team for this award because they do such a tremendous job. It's extremely difficult here sometimes when we get very busy. As you can see, we've got a very small space in visitor reception. We do get a lot of visitors in and we do get a high number of payers, which obviously can slow things down a little bit. But we also have to have quite long conversations with our visitors. Because of the nature of the gorge, we have to talk to people about the terrain, about their capabilities, making sure they have appropriate footwear so they know what to expect. We have to make sure we tailor the visit to what they would like to do that day, how much time they've got and what their capabilities are. Um, so it can slow our conversations down a little bit, it can be quite challenging, but the team have done such a tremendous job this year, not only um, producing consistently fantastic visitor uh, survey scores, but also we've beaten our membership target this year, and for the first time ever, Lidford Gorgeous sold over 2,000 memberships, which I think is a fantastic achievement. We all work really closely together across the site. We believe very much in a one-team approach. So all the different functions work closely together. We all help each other out. So the retail team will help us in the morning when we're busy and we'll help them in the afternoon when they're busy. Uh, we've all been down into the gorge to help clear up after a storm and everybody, including the rangers up to the operations manager, knows how to use the uh, dishwasher in the tea room. Uh, they've really um, taken on board the Inspire to Engage programme and they've been working with that to improve our customer service scores and we really do put the customer at the heart of everything we do here. So they're really proud to know that their achievements this year and their hard work has, has been recognised. My name is Peter Alford and I'm primarily a transport volunteer at Greenway. I provide transport for visitors who arrive and have mobility issues and who need the assistance of one of our two vehicles to get people from car parks to visitor reception. In the last couple of years, I've taken on the role of training all new volunteer drivers 
and uh, help them to gain the confidence that's necessary to provide the appropriate service from car park and from the ferry point. So I support um, both Greenway and Colton Fishacre um, in the working of open air theatre. Also working in the summer for the jazz evening, providing cocktails for the 175 guests and at Christmas also providing Christmas cocktails themed to Colton Fishacre and the Savoy in what we call cocktails and carols. The best thing is the variety of uh, opportunities that uh, I can engage with. So I can be on the buggy, in the car, in the fresh air and the open air, but also I can enjoy the performances in the walled garden in the height of the summer and also the music from the jazz event at Colton Fishacre. To be shortlisted came as a complete surprise, but a great honour. There are so many volunteers, not just here at Greenway, but across the portfolio in the southwest, that to be singled out and to be put forward for this award is, is a great surprise, a great compliment, and uh, it, it's a reflection, I think, not just of myself, but the team that uh, surround and, and support and help me as well in my role. Later on, we'll be hearing about Rebecca's selections for her Regional Directors Award. But the next category is the Leadership Award. For this, we are looking at leadership in its broadest sense, where people have innovated and set standards in their field, encouraged or enabled others to do their best work, set high standards, or created a positive team spirit. So my name's Tom Bowden. I'm the General Manager of the Bath Portfolio. I look after four properties, Durham Park, and then three properties in Bath, Prior Park Landscape Garden, the Bath Skyline, which is 500 acres of countryside around the city, and the Bath Assembly Rooms, which are currently leased to the council, but we're doing some future planning there as well. We've got a huge amount of projects on at the moment, which you may have heard about. So a big transformation project at Durham, we're restoring the dams at Prior Park, we're thinking about the future of the Assembly Rooms. But all of that couldn't be moving forward without the brilliant work of the teams across the whole portfolio. So I see this as a recognition of that really, which means such a lot. So at Prior Park, we've just started, just before Christmas actually, started the works to restore the 18th century dams that are so critical to the whole garden. For those who know it, it's famous for having a beautiful Palladian bridge in front of lakes of water that give this sense of continuous uh, flowing water through the landscape. Uh, and the problem has been that one of the dams has failed and it's had to be, uh, the lake has had to be drained for several years. And so this has been a, a long time coming and it's so exciting to see the project starting. A really challenging site to make the project work, but it's going to really transform the, the, the property as a whole when it's complete. So at Durham, um, we've got a really ambitious scheme over the next two years to transform the visitor experience as a whole. It started really with a house and looking how we can present our house and tell the stories around William Blathwaite, who created the house that we see today, better for our visitors and his period of time, the late 17th century, which not everyone knows about, but it is actually a fascinating and important period in our history. But then it's also about how we improve the visitor experience across the whole site by improving our uh, F&B facilities, having a brand new new shop at the top of the site, a new car park so that people can get in and out easily and routes through the park and a new cafe up at our play area. So overall it's a kind of all-encompassing project for the whole site. It's been many years in the planning before I joined the Trust I think these sorts of thoughts were being developed uh, and so it's really exciting to see that start to take shape now on the ground this year. So my name is Paul Camp and I'm an area ranger on the Hunnicott Estate. 
Particularly since the uh, launch of the Land Outdoors and Nature Strategy, my real focus has been on, on the farmland in the Vale. My, my, my responsibility is in the Vale and Coast area and we have 14 tenanted farms on the estate and nine of those are in the Vale. So working closely with our farm tenants, we've actually had a couple of farms come back to us and uh, yeah, using the um, principles of the Land Outdoors and Nature Strategy, really applying them to our, to our tenanted farms, that's where my core responsibility is. For the first time in 30 years we've had um, a couple of farms that came, came back to us, um, Horner Farm and then Selworthy Farm. So Horner Farm was a learning curve for us, it was the first one. So Selworthy Farm was the second farm to come back to us and we really used our learning from Horner Farm to go bigger and bolder essentially with, with Selworthy. We also began working with our Riverlands team as that project got underway. We've got two complete river catchments on the estate. So we're looking at some real pioneering work in terms of river restoration, stage zero restoration. But Selworthy's involved reseeding, continuing with our woodland connectivity, getting the grazing right. The grazing is absolutely essential to what we want to achieve in terms of lowland meadow and creation of priority habitat. Yeah, we don't go out to seek recognition, but yeah, fantastic to be recognised in this way. My name's Julian Gurney and I'm the lead ranger here at Arlington Court. Um, I manage a small team of rangers here um, and between us we look after about 500 acres of woodland and uh, several tenanted farms uh, that we work closely with. So about four years ago I retired from the trust actually, I've been back here two years now. Before that I'd been um, on Exmoor, I was the lead ranger for West Exmoor, uh, Watersmeet in the Hedden Valley and I did that for over 20 years. I was in the need of a break really so I took a bit of a career break, two years off drove my wife up the wall with not having enough to do so when uh, the opportunity came up to come back to Arlington I grabbed it with both hands and I'm really pleased that I did as well. To be nominated for the award is it's amazing it was great to receive the uh, notification that I've been nominated and then I was um, yeah, absolutely amazed to be uh, shortlisted as well so it's a great honour privilege I'm very very pleased indeed. The best thing about working for the National Trust for me is working with great people. It's about working in lovely places and it's uh, the diversity of the role as well as I think number one for me though is managing the whole property for wildlife and nature. And that's, uh, that's what inspires me, that's what keeps me going. Francesca Hollow, House and Collections Manager at Tintsfield. Chazzy works to get the best not only from her own team, but also from her heads of department colleagues and the wider Tintsfield team. She is not afraid to challenge, but does so positively and encourages her team to do the same. Her focus on the well-being of the team and getting people to look after themselves as much as our places has been welcomed, and she is always looking to try something new. This year, Chessie made sure that the Madrid to Tintsfield offer was delivered to the highest standard, with staff and volunteers equally engaged and supportive of its success. I'm Katrina Thompson and I'm a consultancy manager with the regional lead for our collections. As a consultancy manager, I manage a team of specialist consultants, mostly curators and collections managers and conservators, uh, but I also lead for all conservators and collections managers and registrars across the region. 
A year ago, I was asked to step in and fill a gap at the centre while they recruited for a new head of collections management. We had just launched, literally in January last year, a new instruction to support collections management across the Trust. But we recognised that we needed a really rapid programme of training to support our property teams, particularly those with designated inventory owner responsibilities, to help them roll out that instruction really, really quickly. I'm incredibly touched actually and I know I was uh, nominated by our registrar team and I feel very passionately about that because I was the person who introduced their roles into the region a few years ago and I think the status of collections management has really started to rise in the trust. We're at the start of a new direction I would say where collections management is being recognised as a discipline in its own right um, and the role of registrar and our house teams, particularly house and collections managers, are really on the rise and I'm really, really excited about what that means for us and happy to lead for it in the South West. My name's Greg Wilson. I'm a ranger in Biddeford Bay in Heartland, uh, part of the North Devon portfolio. So my role's changed over the years. I've been with the Trust since 2006 and previously more practical. These days work a lot more with volunteers particularly over the last three, three years, I'd say, and developing our long strategy, particularly tying our volunteers with the work that we're doing on our sites. From pretty much just people on the ground who used to ring us up and say, oh, a gate needs fixing, or I'm walking this path and this needs doing. We recruited those, gave them fleeces, gave them an induction, made sure that they were comfortable approaching people and gave them the training they needed and then recruited them and then from there we've set up a work group and then that's encouraged more people to come along and now we've got three different work groups on three different sites we've got over 30 volunteers in the work groups and we've also got other roles in terms of volunteering so we've got beach recyclers we've got photographers we've got art volunteers we've got about nine different roles for volunteers altogether. being shortlisted for the awards is it yeah it's it's great. Um, I didn't expect it and I, I couldn't have done it without the support of, of my managers to be given the time to actually you know, achieve this. So yeah, just unexpected and really pleased So that they were achieving great things and being part of the team. In a little while we'll be checking in with the nominees for the Sharing Common Purpose Award. But before that, we're meeting the candidates for the Love Places Award. As you would expect, in this category, we are searching for people who have had a great impact on our places by protecting or improving them, bringing them to life for our supporters and influencing others. Well, my name is Penny Roos and I'm a volunteer and I sort of run the costume group here at Buckland. Well, we started off making costumes for children and that was back in 2001 in an effort to give children an idea of what it was like to dress as a Tudor. And over the years we have expanded to make interpretation of portraits and bespoke costumes for the volunteers and staff. And we also have a lot of costumes for the public to wear. Well the cascade is something we started four years ago as a cascade of, of Christmas toys and presents from the Victorian period. 
and we revamped it this year as part of life here at Buckland in the medieval and Tudor period. And we started off with the sun, the moon and the stars at the top in the sky and with a hair coming all the way down. We ended up making 40 hairs in amongst the 700 odd things that we made. And we decorated the whole of the cascade with items that you would get from the medieval period for, uh, there were masks and dice and cards and ships, musical instruments, there's even a string of, of notes at one point. And then it goes all the way down to the tree at the bottom where we've got woodland animals. The other volunteers from the Abbey asked if they could help. So we've got some items from some of the other volunteers, but also from all the group. And we started back in, in about March. So it's, it's a good six, eight months of work, all handmade and amazing way people's minds go when you say, oh, let's just do something that's medieval. Or, and when you have a look at it in a bit, there's, it's just amazing what's, what's been made and all out of scraps of fabric absolutely amazing that one that we were put forward and therefore being recognized because we have been doing this work for nearly 20 years and we're one of the first costume groups in fact in the southwest the first and we've we've helped as many people as we can so to sort of get recognition is wonderful it's a real pat on the back so my name is Charlotte Eddington and I'm assistant to the costume curator uh, the quilting project stemmed from a project that we ran in 2013 where we got a group of volunteers together to make, hand make a quilt um, to then raffle off to raise funds for storage for items in the textile collection. So how it works is, so we have a group of ladies that go out into community local schools and we enable each child to hand sew a quilt. So they go through the whole process of designing and then creating their own quilt, which is inspired by the apple orchards that we have here at Killerton. Um, they also then, towards the end of the project, get the opportunity to come to the property and to pick apples in the apple orchards and to learn about the process of making apple juice and cider. So they get a rounded experience of what we do here at Killerton. I'm Gail Brown. Um, I became a volunteer four years ago after retiring from teaching um, in mainstream schools. I'm Caroline Robinson and I've been a volunteer for the educational department for nearly 15 years. I originally got involved because I like sewing um, and so I was asked to join the team. I met Jo, who was the lady who first was involved in the first programme and um, got really inspired. I worked with her for the term for four weeks we're going to school for four weeks um, and we work with children from all um, different backgrounds and then since Joe passed away unfortunately and so I've taken on a role within the schools and I've been into schools about six schools this year we've worked well I've worked with and actually gone in and, and worked with teaching assistants as well to empower them to carry on and do the quilting project I found it amazing how some children, reluctant learners, were able to get in, fully engaged and produce something that was inspiring. Many children, I think, they feel they're failures, and this is one area that they, with support from us, they can actually carry on through and finish a project 
and something that they're really, truly proud of. Volunteering it gives me the opportunity to continue working with children because I loved doing that when I was teaching and to meet children from different backgrounds. And there's always something different. You know, we get involved in such, such a lot of projects with children and all ages, from teenagers to very small children. That's what I really enjoy about it. It's the challenge of each new thing that's thrown at us and we, we, we sort of have to rise to the occasion and the children pull us through more than anything. So it's, it's just been great. It's a way of, you know, fulfilling something and giving something back as well, which is great. I'm William Pummel. I'm a volunteer at Dinsfield. Largely, I'm a, a room interpreter. Um, I act also as a deputy uh, group leader on Wednesdays. Uh, I'm an event volunteer and I do a lot of research and helping my colleagues understand the history of uh, Tinsfield and its collection. When I first came here, uh, we were always criticised uh, about not telling the visitors the correct facts about the collection. Um, so I produced what I call the Room Interpretation Guide, which is a link between CMS and the room. So if a visitor asks about a picture or a piece of furniture, it's all written down and uh, to hand for the volunteers to see it largely with a photograph as well. I always go away feeling that uh, my uh, interaction with the visitors has helped them to understand the history of the Gibbs family, something about the house and also about our wonderful collection. I work with an amazing group of fellow volunteers, uh, so it's always fun to be part of that team and also this wonderful team of National Trust staff who work here uh, in the house in particular. Well, I'm very honoured. I don't really know why I've been singled out because everything I do, um, I do for the benefit of my colleagues to help them improve the experience of the visitor when they come to Tinsfield. So in a way, I'm helping everyone to improve the National Trust's image here at Tinsfield. And we often get commented on that uh, the guides here, quote guides, not room interpreters, um, are so knowledgeable. And in a small way, I hope I contribute towards that. Kate Evans, I'm Senior Visitor Experience Officer for West Cornwall Countryside. So the project um, is a successful partnership with Newland School of Art and local artist Anthony Garrett. Um, and it was to bring together hundreds of people to stand along the stretch of coastline on Mayan cliffs, all to paint at the same time uh, in the same location. And the reason behind this was to raise some funds and awareness um, about how special Mayan Lookout and Mayan Cliffs is for the National Trust to continue looking after this special place. So on the day it was quite full on, we had lots to organise, it was quite a logistical operation that we spent months in advance planning and organising. So we had over 700 people participate um, in the painting. So we get hundreds of thousands of people walking this stretch, particularly from Senin to Land's End. 
so it can cause quite a bit of erosion on the ground and the footpaths so the countryside team are continuously working on trying to maintain those paths in particular on a granite footpath project so laying granite down so people will stick to those main paths and not veer off creating desire lines and causing damage to the surrounding wildlife. I think it means a great deal to um, the West Cornwall team to be nominated for this award because we're right down at the very end of the UK and the tip of Cornwall and we're doing some really fantastic work looking after some of the most unique and beautiful places. Who has a long-term vision in their work? We'll find out later. Now, though, we need to meet those people shortlisted for the Sharing Common Purpose Award. This category is really about teamwork and collaboration, with people who have empowered and supported others, been accountable and acted with integrity. So my name is Michael Clark. I'm uh, West, one of the West Dorset Rangers, and I've looked after a group of properties in West Dorset, including the CERN Giant here for the last 26 years. And so the group that uh, took part in, uh, in this job here was a re-talking of the CERN Giant, which is a regular occurrence sort of that takes place every seven to 10 years. Job entails removing old chalk, which is usually full of weed seeds, plants, growth, that sort of thing, which um, although we manage it over the years, it gets to the point where we can't keep up with the regrowth and that sort of thing. So eventually after, as I say, seven to 10 years, it gets to the point where we have to take out all of that top old surface and replace it with new fresh chalk, which hasn't got any seeds in it. And that reinvigorates the figure in a way and makes him more visible and um, means that people who come to look at him can, uh, can see him a bit better as well as actually making, making our management a little bit easier to do in terms of keeping on top of the weed growth and, and that sort of thing. I'm Jackie Green and I'm a volunteer ranger. Um, I spent several days up on the hill stamping in chalk and uh, lugging the chalk up and down the hill which was extremely hard work but very enjoyable and I also spent some days down here in the car park in the gazebo talking to the public about what was going on with the project and guiding them as to which way to walk up the hill so they can go and have a look at it. We had uh, schools coming to be involved and we also had members of the public and families coming along, either that are pre-booked or just coming along to see if they could get involved on the day. It's such a huge effort this, so, so we, uh, we've imported 17 tonnes of chalk that, uh, that we've we took out about seven or eight tonnes, because over the years it shrinks, and we brought in 17 tonnes of fresh chalk, which has all got to be manhandled up and down that slope up there, so that's a one in three slope. Uh, we're looking at here. So it's a massive amount of effort, huge numbers of volunteers involved with it, a huge variation of volunteers as well from all sorts of organisations, not just within the trust. So it's, so it's sort of recognition of that huge effort and amount of work they put in and the good job that they've done. I'm Chris Groves, head gardener at Overbex. 
The project was called Then and Now, and the National Trust was here at Overbeck for working in collaboration with um, Combat Stress, who are uh, a charity that work with veterans that suffer from post-traumatic stress disorder. And um, we really kind of provided them the space to let people find out more about the condition. And Overbeck chose to work with them because of the, the history of the property itself, which was a convalescence home during the First World War. And Although some of the treatments had advanced, a lot of the basic things and therapies actually revolve about being outdoors, connecting with nature and learning new skills and that sort of thing. So we were able to work in partnership with them to provide a space where they could sort of heal and recover or at least contribute towards their, um, their progress of recovery. I think it's a sense of achievement, really. Um, the, to hear the evaluation from the veteran themselves about the experience was really, in case, some cases, quite moving, but quite gratifying. It had helped a lot of them. They didn't necessarily think the National Trust was for them, but going through this process, they now see, actually, they feel very connected and feel it's a very special sense of place. So for us at the team to see that, um, them go through that process and then for the Trust to recognise sort of uh, the work that we did as a team to help the veterans achieve that, um, yeah, I think we all feel quite, quite humble and, yeah, very pleased to be nominated. I'm Nick Sims, I'm a project manager on Stonehenge. So this project is around our influencing of Highways England's tunnel scheme, which first came forward in 2014. And we really wanted to influence it to get the best possible result for the World Heritage Site, dealing with the long-standing issues around traffic and transport along the A303 and from London to the southwest, and to make sure that it's delivered in the best possible way for the to protect a World Heritage Site and the outstanding universal value of the, of the site. My name is Nick Snashell and I'm part of the Stonehenge A303 project team. So my role really is to provide archaeological advice. I'm the archaeologist here in the World Heritage Site. So over the last 18 months or so, that's boiled down to, with the rest of the team, going through thousands and thousands of pages of documents commenting on the, the planning processes that the examination rolled out and then giving evidence in, uh, in the hearings. What's next is we'll expect to hear in April this year from the Secretary of State about whether the scheme is going to be consented to be built. At that point if it's a yes the team will be working very hard with Highways England and looking very hard at Highways England to make sure that all the assurances they've given us up to now are delivered as part of the construction of the scheme. So this project has been a big team effort over a number of years, calling on colleagues from the property at a national level and across the region to feed into this. And I think it really shows how when we collaborate, we can get some really good results. A lot of what we do on these influencing type projects often happen in the background. They're quite nuanced, sometimes legal arguments that we can't really talk about quite often in the public. So I think it's a nice recognition of all the hard work that the team put in over the last year and beyond on responding to this project and trying to make sure that we get the right result for Stonehenge. Ruth Worsley and it's volunteering and community involvement officer on the Wessex Hill Forts and Habitats project. It's a very ambitious and monumental, pardon the pun, two-year externally funded project that the National Trust are funding, a major archaeology project which started last January uh, and basically it's focusing on the 13 hill forts that the National Trust own in Wiltshire and Dorset. And the hill forts basically are looking a little bit sad, a little bit neglected, they need the resources to bring them up to scratch 
and basically get them off the heritage at risk register so some of them are in quite poor condition so the project has set out to recruit volunteers and train them up in surveying them for their archaeological condition but also at the same time survey them for their wildlife because they're all fantastic wildlife sites either um, nature national nature reserves or sites of special scientific scientific interest so really valuable sites so they've been trained up to do the surveys of the archaeological condition and also surveying for wildlife too um, so the challenge was to recruit 50 volunteers now we're in a very rural area here in dorset you know we're not near the big cities like bristol or bath uh, where there'd be a good pool of volunteers but hey they've come in you know what's not to like my name's Sue Hillier and I'm a volunteer on the, the Heart team. We started over on the East Dorset. I'm from Kingston Lacey and we've been over there surveying the, the monuments there. And there we do all the scheduled monuments that are on our estate. And as that, we've got Badbury Rings as our hill fort. When this project started up, we merged in with those and we came over and we've done some of the training for the team that work over here. It keeps me happy. It's a reason to get up in the morning. When you retire, well, it can become very flat. Um, this makes me want to get up, come out, do something useful, meet lots of people, and have a great deal of fun. So it's been very much a volunteer, volunteer project. I've felicitated, I've recruited, but volunteers have trained other volunteers, and within months, they're out in the landscape. They've, 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 run, they've actually They've actually done all the surveys of the Dorset Hill Forts within about six months. We had over 50 people registering an interest, whereas we've given ourselves two years to recruit those volunteers. So it just goes to show people do care about their landscape. They do want to get involved. They do want to get out from the house, away from their smartphones and get back to nature and, and back to the past. And that is hugely rewarding. In a moment, we'll be meeting Rebecca's selections for her Regional Directors Award, but in our penultimate category, we're thinking long-term. As you would expect, this category is for those who have demonstrated a clear vision, thinking about the bigger picture, protecting the Trust's reputation, and finding imaginative ways to be more efficient and sustainable. My name's Amy Bartlett, and I'm the Facilities Manager for the Laycock and North Wiltshire Portfolio. <laughs> there is no average day in this role um, so I can be managing projects so we've got a project behind me at the moment which is to convert this flat space into an office um, but it's also block toilets such a glamorous part of my job and everybody on site knows that I deal with all kinds of elements of sewage and lots of really grim grease traps and things like that working with a lot of contractors, working with a brilliant team of facilities volunteers as well. And yeah, it's about building uh, compliance across the portfolio and giving people a point of contact if they're not sure about how to do something such as a risk assessment. So yeah, very, very broad. No day is the same. I can be doing all kinds of things. I can be walking miles trying to find where a, a meter is to sit in down with somebody and helping them complete a risk assessment. I was so touched to be shortlisted. I couldn't believe it when I actually saw I'd been shortlisted. And uh, a few people applied and submitted me as, for me as well. And um, I just thought that was so lovely. I, it, I just do my job and I just want to do my job well. So for people to recognise that I've made that difference, yeah, really did mean a lot. I'm Jo Cairns, I'm a collections registrar 
um, and I work uh, with the Southwest Consultancy and the Conservation Specialist team. And for the Ithil Cahoon project, I've worked with Michelle Bartlett, who's a conservator, and uh, Barbara Wood, who's a curator, and also Stephanie Clemens, who uh, covered my maternity leave during the project. The project started six years ago now when uh, Barbara Wood, Michelle Bartlett and myself became responsible for the Ithil Cahoon collection, uh, which encompasses about 5,000 works of art by Ithil Cahoon. Um, when we became responsible for the collection, there was increasing interest from academics and researchers uh, about it. Um, and about Ethel Cahoon um, and so they wanted access to the collection for uh, research purposes but also to reproduce images um, and because of this increased um, demand on the collection we felt it was important to think about a solution long term so we put together a project brief and um, started uh, looking at solutions and after uh, looking at various options, it became clear that the best one was to transfer the collection to a, another organisation. She also bequeathed her archive work to uh, Tate um, at the time, and that seemed like the best, the best organisation to, to talk to about a transfer. So we approached Tate, and luckily they were really keen to acquire. Um, so we worked with Tate to think about lo the logistics of the transfer, but also um, to tick all the boxes, our end in terms of disposal and our, our disposal procedures, and also uh, their side in terms of their acquisition procedures. So being two big organisations, it took quite a long time, hence, hence the six years for the project. But in April uh, 2019, we finally were at the stage where we could transfer the collection. I think there's been lots of positives from the project. I think, firstly, it was a great example of a disposal of a collection from the Trust. We've got lots of collections which actually don't, don't fit with our properties. Um, they aren't connected to them. And this is just one example. And it's been really positive to be able to transfer that and show that, that there are positive outcomes. So it's gone to take, it's gone to um, a world-class facility to be um, conserved, uh, documented, and um, there'll be access to it for the public. So there's been real, real positives from it. I think it's, it's fantastic to be shortlisted just because it's an example of, of good collections management, uh, which sometimes is perhaps under the radar, happens under the radar. And um, so, yeah, it's really good to be acknowledged for that, I think. My name is Maureen Mohobs. I work for the Bristol Hub and also Chintzfield, the curator at Chintzfield. My role is business support and it involves a whole variety of anything and everything to do with business support for you know, both properties. I had originally started in 2014 for Bristol Hub and I came in and I was supporting them with their filing. They were moving paper files, merging uh, different offices together and then I moved on to their electronic filing system and helped them uh, sift out all of the superfluous uh, erroneous folders, removed a lot of duplication and then on one of the Hub core days I met up with the curator from Tinsfield and uh, we were chatting away and my suggestion was well maybe I can work for you as well so that's an, another day a week now into uh, my working portfolio and I've been here since 2016. 
I'm involved at the moment with working on their mapping of their character areas for the uh, Conservation Management Plan, the CMP, and particularly we're looking at the old historic uh, field boundaries and trying to overlay that on top of current uh, boundaries to define what the areas should be now rather than what they were when we inherited the property in 2002-03. So it involves working with the GIS, it involves working with old historic ordnance survey maps and photographs and so I'm cataloguing photographs to not only uh, give us a pictorial image of the area as it was but also for a record as part of our spirit of place and uh, the CMP. So a thoroughly enjoyable job, I have to say. It's, uh, it's a privilege. I worked full-time for the City Council for 33 years in their property and information management and to be able to bring and to carry on using the skills that I had then and bring them to the Trust keeps me on the straight and narrow. It means that I'm using my time productively. I'm giving something back to society. It's a true honour to have been recognised by my colleagues and friends and Bristol Hub and the Tinsfield staff as well. And for them to recognise and appreciate and show that appreciation of something that I consider to be a joy and a privilege is the honour. So I'm Rob Manicum, I'm Area Ranger here on the Honeycutt Estate. So I lead on uh, the management of the woodlands on the property and also the access. And for the woodlands, it's doing a lot of work towards uh, sort of lawn objectives now, bringing our woodlands back into more favourable conditions through uh, large-scale thinning works, through contractors, also looking at new plantings across the estate wherever we can to link up our existing woodland habitats and then also uh, a large project which is involving um, removing a conifer woodland and replanting with hardwoods to link up to national nature reserves. First thing for me is I was born and bred on the estate so for me it's about putting something back into the place where I grew up and the place that I love really um, for future generations to enjoy. Absolutely fantastic, total surprise um, but yeah real honour and privilege to have been um, been nominated. I love this job and I love working here and, and that's my reward really but uh, to get recognition from my colleagues is, is something rather special too. We've reached our last category which is the Regional Directors Award. This is different from the others in that they have been personally picked by Rebecca Burton from all 280 plus nominations. These are the seven individuals and teams that stood out for her. My name's Hugh Collins. I'm a volunteer here at Laycock. I do room guiding and inventory. I spend most of my time in the winter doing the inventory work. Room guiding, I think, is the one role most people are familiar with. It's the person you see when you go into one of the Trust's historic properties. Um, but I also do the inventory. It's something we started here at Laycock Abbey uh, just about nine years ago in this coming October. It's taking boxes of stuff that have been just put away on shelves and not looked at for ages and going through them and seeing actually what's in them. We know what they're labelled as but sometimes it's not what's inside. And you find additional things. Only a couple of weeks ago we found a, a calotype print from 1841-ish which was at the bottom of a pile of medieval glass, upside down, and had been preserved because it was upside down in this box and had not been touched for years. 
I know it's trite to say it, but it is a privilege. It's a very peaceful place, even just walking down the, the drive to the Abbey just relaxes me. And I just enjoy, you never know what you're going to find or do from one day to the next. I'm Denver Glynn. My role is, um, I'm not really too sure what my role is, but I do work with the visitor experience team a lot. I also work in catering and many other departments really. My role here at Killerton uh, mostly is working with the visitor experience team, but I also have uh, on my Tuesdays where I have uh, buggy checks I do the, um, to make sure they're safe for the general public to use. Um, I also do the uh, play park areas as well. Um, again, making sure they're all checked out and safe for our youngsters to come in and have a look around and play in them. And also I do car park machines. With the visitor experience, that includes all events that we do here, uh, children's trails. Uh, we also do the classic class Sundays and also the Apple weekend, which is all fantastic fun. And on top of that, I also do work with the rangers. This year we've done the uh, planting of an orchard and also there's been bio blitz and uh, also the just recently up in North Devon the uh, Ranger Conference as well. So it's been an action-packed year. The best thing I think is meeting new people especially the general public because they can ask some uh, wonderful questions that need answering and it's just the general feel of um, being able to come to this place and see the beauty around here and everything I do seems to be different every time I come. Uh, it's never ever the same. I'm Annie Mulvaney and I'm the member visitor and welcome assistant here at Cape Cornwall. My role here really involves meeting and greeting, looking after everyone as they come down here to the Cape to come and see us. My main job is to make sure that people are happy and that the site is lovely and tidy and clean when they arrive. Uh, they come down the hill here just behind us and they come in and I'm the first person they see from the National Trust as they come in. I want to make sure that they have a warm welcome, that they're feeling really relaxed. I want to get them out and about, out of their cars and exploring the area. Um, I always make sure that they have one of our leaflets which tells them all about Cape Cornwall which is just up here behind us and it was given to the National Trust in 1987 by the Heinz Company as a celebration of their centenary. Every year we do butterfly surveys. Um, last year we had a great year. Here in this very little meadow we had National Meadows Day and that was a great, great success. And also we had something called a bee trail. One of our rangers, um, Chris Fry, who's our area ranger, set up bee posts here in this very little meadow and the children would come up to me to the hut with their families. They'd collect a little survey and they would go off around the field and they would look for bumblebees. They would look for also very rare mining bees that are in this area. And the whole idea really is to get people out and about, get them away from their screens, their computer screens, get the children active, get them out there. There's lots to see. Well, I was really excited and really flattered to be nominated for this award. I think it's a great recognition um, to be actually to be actually going forward and to be able to say that I've enjoyed working for the National Trust and that that has been recognised. I find that inspiring and I find that it just makes you more keen to do the job, more interested in doing the job and it really gets you going and gets you going in the morning to get out and about and do your job well. I was very proud actually. I think the first thing I did feel was pride 
to be nominated and I'm very much looking forward to meeting everyone at Bristol. I'm James Pugh and I'm a volunteer at Castle Drogo. Initially when I first started after a taste today and falling in love with the place it then became a room guide um, after the training and uh, thoroughly enjoyed meeting the people the other volunteers and the line managers were all so brilliant. It was at a time when uh, I was going through a little bit of a stressful period in, in my sort of family life and uh, this was an off the world experience and they were so friendly, they got me through it all. And other than that, um, I am very keen on getting involved in as much as possible. So I've also uh, doing volunteer reception, uh, helping in the cafe, uh, helping business support with the cash handling and the donation side of things. And a few years ago, we were left uh, quite a substantial number of books and my love of books. And we said, right, okay, let's really take off the, uh, uh, the book, second-hand bookshop. And um, that's one of my favorite uh, occupations is keeping that done. And, and up to date. And in the last three years, we have more than trebled our takings on there, which has enabled us to uh, pay for the renovations on the um, chapel stained glass windows, put a new set of roses in one of the rose gardens, and we're currently uh, doing enough to refurbish the um, leather chairs in the collection. It's a great honour to be shortlisted for the awards. Um, my various line managers have appreciated me, but even more, I've appreciated their support to enable me to carry out the job that uh, I really love doing, uh, and that is um, showing people around one of our uh, great, and in the case of Castle Drogo, a unique property. So I'm Jez McDermott, I'm the General Manager of Saltram and Plimbridge Woods and I'm here representing the Enchanted Saltram Christmas team. We took a decision four years ago that we really wanted to target Christmas and really grow our visitor numbers and give the people of Plymouth a fantastic Christmas experience and I feel that we've delivered that in spades. And we have beautifully decorated themed house room by room normally somewhere between six and ten installations through the property and then a fantastic illuminated landscape and gardens outside the best thing is genuinely how much massive goodwill we generate from our supporters and our membership we get so much unsolicited praise from them people take their time to write really quite long letters to us almost a room by room praise of what they liked and you're there and a family walks in with their children in their hands and they just gasp and say, wow, it's just a, it really is a very lovely thing. We're probably going to be somewhere between 85 and 90,000 visitors. We see 700 cars in two hours on the busiest shifts. We see three and a half to 4,000 people on a day. That takes an enormous amount of work. We're open till eight o'clock every night, seven nights a week for 38 nights in a row. The best thing about working with the Christmas team here is just the absolute A-grade 
teamwork that happens and the can-do attitude. Everyone looks after each other, everyone looks out for each other. It's really, really busy. It gets really quite stressful, but we all work very, very hard together right across the property. Um, and it's that cohesiveness, I think, that's just one of the um, real plus points. So I'm Charlotte Tomlinson and I'm the Property Operations Manager for the Team Coast. Well, I look after the visitor hubs um, of the Tinkos, so Levant, uh, Cape Cornwall and Batalic. Uh, Batalic has a cafe and a car park, Cape Cornwall has a car park and then Levant is a pay for enter property. So I look after the teams, I look after the buildings, the sites, uh, the volunteers um, and the visitor experience, try and make it a really amazing place uh, to visit. Um, and to live. Um, we're really fortunate on the Tin Coast that we've got a, a community, well a Tin Coast partnership which has got a bit more of a community focus. Um, we're not, um, it's not necessarily uh, part of something that we do day to day but we definitely support it because community is really important to us, community engagement, uh, making sure our people are happy, that's our main focus. So yeah, I do a lot of, lot of that, everything in between that <laughs> as well. I love that we're really focused on everyone welcome, accessibility, that's always been a really big thing for me that people can access our, uh, the history and heritage around um, on, a, on a social level, an emotional level, um, a physical level, on every level that people can access and that they feel welcome. I feel very proud um, to have been shortlisted that people have seen what we're doing here and felt that they could nominate a person and that person was me. I, I feel very proud of that, that's really nice. Um, I'm Amanda Turner, I am the Covenant Officer for the South West Region and also the National Lead Covenant Officer. I manage restrictive covenants which are an agreement between us and a freeholder not to do something on their land um, and we call them um, conservation covenants to focus on the positive um, things they do rather than the negative things. So it enables us to look after places beyond our boundary and protect um, nature and historic places forever for everyone. The best thing about working for the Trust is that um, as a regional role I get to work with all of my colleagues across the region and also it enables us to cover all parts of the strategy from um, lawn and uh, looking after places where people live and when we go out on site and we see how our restrictive covenant land joins up with um, land in our own ownership you can see how we've got that holistic coverage to look after special places. It's a team effort from rangers, estate managers, general managers and assistant directors of operation but also from our legal team in the centre, uh, especially John Deerlove. Well, that's all for this edition of the Inspire podcast. I hope you'll join us again next time for more inspiring stories from the Southwest. And don't forget to let us know what you think. I'm Ben Vizard, and the best of luck to all our awards nominees.